Welcome to Pat Gray Unleashed. Thanks for being here. Welcome to it. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Here's a question some people in Florida are asking, including Marco Rubio. Hey, why is it that Florida can count votes quickly and nobody else can? How does it take days, weeks, months for other states when Florida counted more votes than you even have? And they are we already know the outcome in Florida. How how is this possible that they can't count the freaking votes? Get them counted. Jeez, what are you using your fingers and toes? How, <laughs> how is this happening? Uh yeah, it's uh, frustrating. This is a new thing, man, because we used to, other than the year 2000, we knew the, the election results the next day almost every single time. I, I don't understand what's happened here. And that was a lesson learned by Florida. They took care of it, and <laughs> yes! now they are the model. That's right. And Florida that's was a joke yep. 22 years ago. Now they're the model. And I, They were a punchline. And I think, I'm not positive on this, but I think that's what really prompted George Soros to be involved with getting secretaries of state that he uh, is in agreement with on items uh, mm-hmm. of a political nature into that office, realizing how important that office was. But uh, in Arizona, when you've got that secretary of state's office also running for governor, Feels like a conflict of interest. Still don't know the wor- whether she's been recused or not. Still don't I, know. I cannot find yeah, I've any article or I've anything. Looked too. Okay. And it would make sense for, for us to know, because everybody's a lot of people have to be wondering about that. Is Katie Hobbs overseeing the election she's involved in? Hey, conflict of interest. Yeah. Can you maybe tell the American people what's going on there? I, I did take advantage of the Jeff Bezos uh, Amazon Prime overnight uh uh, option uh, yesterday. I they sent something to the Arizona Secretary of State's office. Um, if you want to put that up there, I a little tweet there about because uh, they need help counting, obviously, mm-hmm. out there mm-hmm. in Arizona. So they're volunteering. Go. Yeah. So I said, uh, you know, I asked them how they're doing out there with counting mm-hmm. the votes. So uh, I sent to the Secretary of State's office. Curious George learns uh, to count <laughs> yeah. one to one hundred. I don't know if that's going to help him. Eleventh well, hour option certainly here. can't hurt. Okay, so can't hurt. Hopefully that'll help. I mean, there's dozens and dozens of federal races that we don't know about. Arizona, California, Nevada, Washington, New York, Oregon, uh, and other states. In several states, the results won't be known for days, maybe even weeks. Uh, But Florida, third most populous state after California and Texas. (laughs) For several election cycles in a row now, they've counted and reported all its ballots Quickly, on election night, without controversy or major court challenges. Big difference from the year 2000, but they make they made the difference. They've changed, and now they are state-of-the-art at getting election results. It's unbelievable. You know, yeah. we got so much technology available to us, and what, 233 years of experience with constitutional <laughs> elections there's, there's no reason to have this going on. It, it just doesn't make any sense anymore. Uh, and, you know, we before 2024, the presidential election, this needs to be fixed. Come on. I mean, that's what we said after 2020, right? I know, yes. <laughs> it's like did. the border. They're not going to do anything. 
Right. They like the they like a they system like they can control. It's just fun to think that we have a say. Uh, hey, <laughs> fun to think we yeah. have a say, isn't it? Isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> uh, that's not yeah, tongue in cheek. We just keep deluding ourselves. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, that's fun. That uh, is fun, uh, Keith. You're right. So, <laughs> <laughs> what about paper ballots? Can we just go back to that? I'm okay with that if they can be counted. Yeah, yeah. You know, I think Texas has a pretty good system. You take that, yeah. they give you the sheet. You go and you slide it into the computer, sucks it in, and then you place your votes, it prints it out, you put it in the ballot box. Done! And nobody messes with it, only you touch it, and you put it right directly in the ballot box when you're done with it, mm-hmm. and and you move on with your life, and then they're counted quickly. So, yeah, that's a good point. That Texas is a good marriage between technology and old school. Yeah, Yeah, I never right. thought of it. Yeah. It is. Because we do use the computers, but yep. like you said... It prints the record, mm-hmm. and then that machine counts that printed then record. You look over your record. Yeah, yeah. You make sure it's correct, and then you put it in the ballot box. I mean, it's, I think it's a really good system. And and guess whose results came in pretty quickly uh, Tuesday night? Texas. Yeah, right. Just all, about as quickly as Florida did. Of course. That being said, somebody sent me video of from Harris County. We don't have the video. Don't have to look for this. Of of this guy showing up with ballots. Uh, at 2.30 a.m. Oh, again, no. In Harris County. Really? And it's like, I, I don't know if someone stopped him in the parking lot and was like, hey, it's too late for Beto. You don't really need to bring all those ballots. <laughs> but but the point that the person who shot the video of the truck <laughs> arriving at 2.30 a.m. to the Harris County Counting Center was that this came from 20 minutes away. I mean, you and I have both lived in Harris County. It's a big county, but it doesn't take five hours to cross it. Yeah. Well, unless it's rush hour in Houston, but this was the middle of the night. It definitely could, but yes, (laughs) two in the morning, probably not. So I feel like uh, that needs to be addressed, but it was just Mm -hmm. too late. Sorry, Beto. Uh, But but by and large, Texas handled it very well. Really well. well. Yeah. So let that be a lesson to these other dumb states. Mm -hmm. Arizona's been in this position the last, at least the last two elections. Certainly this time and in 2020, we're waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting until the point where I mean, people forgot there was even an election going on in Arizona that we didn't have the results of. It's like, what? Who? When did that happen? (laughs) What are you doing in December elections now? Because that's weird. Oh, yeah. Uh... (laughs) And we are doing December exactly. elections, by the way. Oh, oh, you're talking about Georgia? Yeah, December Georgia's 6th. going to a runoff, and so is Alaska. Yeah, but, but I thought you were talking about how we had the breaking news during Pat Gray overtime yesterday of Arizona telling us, yeah, it could be a while. Do we have the clip we could play on uh, from CNBC? Arizona, the marquee races there are too early to call. Mm-hmm. Election officials in the state have said they are prepared to work through Thanksgiving and possibly Christmas as well. Yeah. Wait, what? Get wait out my face. They're they're prepared to work through through Thanksgiving, which you could say, okay, geez, that's ridiculous. Sure but, is. All right. And Christmas as well? It takes a while to manufacture <laughs> fake votes. Come on, no. Pat. I'm sorry. I'm going to believe that's what you're doing if you work through Christmas. Seriously. The yeah, fact that they are throwing out that trial balloon. There is no reason to draw this out through Christmas? Oh, my god! I really hope Carrie Lake has that's people outrageous. stationed at, at all, me all too. these places. And she's smart enough. If, sure. if she Absolutely. smells you know, something afoul there. I think she'll do something about it because uh, you you can't just let this go. 
So we have the current numbers, right? What, what's the because uh, it's close there with Arizona. What do we see? We just had them uh, before the show. There's a little note over there. Right? Oh yeah, we do have them. Yeah, yeah. Uh, right now, as it stands, Katie Hobbs fifty point three percent, Carrie Lake forty nine point seven percent. Ooh, that is close. Razor thin. That's with seventy uh, percent of the vote counted. Okay. 70%, and that does not include Maricopa County and the sprawling suburbs in Phoenix. So, we'll see. The TV market that's familiar with her, I'd like to point out. Yes, and likes her. Mm-hmm. Uh, in uh, New Mexico, there's another really close uh, race going on, but Laxalt, the Republican. Nevada, huh? in Nevada, yeah. Mm-hmm. You said New Mexico. Oh, I did. Yeah. It's Nevada. But it gave you a chance Sorry. to correct my pronunciation, mm-hmm. too, there. Yeah, it did. That was good. <laughs> Uh, so in Nevada, Laxalt leads 49.6 to 47.4 over Masto. And that's with 79% of the vote. Count. And so going back to Arizona, the Senate race there with Mark Kelly, it, it looks like he's going to hold off Blake Masters. We don't know that it's because about five only, points there. only 70% of the votes are in. Mm-hmm. But let's just say Democrats hold that seat. And that is that, we're going to come down to assuming the Laxalt victory it happens. It comes comes down to Georgia. Comes down to Georgia, December sixth. Who's ready to make some phone calls for Herschel Walker? Oh my gosh, I will. Yeah, I'll make phone calls. Let's do for that, Herschel Walker. We should absolutely do that. We should, because he must win. He must win. And I can make small talk with Georgians. Like, hey, how about those Braves? Yeah, you could. And stuff. Yeah, and stuff. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so we'll see. I mean, there's another runoff, but it's gonna it's between two Republicans in Alaska. So it's either Murkowski yeah. or it's uh, Shabaka. <laughs> I think they should. I think they should elect Shabaka because Wait. you know he's really big uh, and hairy uh-huh. and uh, durable. You know, right, right. Seems like a pretty good guy. <laughs> I don't think you could buy off Chewbacca. <laughs> I don't think you could. I think there's integrity. No, he'll rip your arms off and beat you to death with him if you try. <laughs> so uh, they've got ranked choice in Alaska. And uh, the top two vote getters are running it off. And that's Lisa Murkowski. So bad. And challenger Kenny Sh- uh, Kelly Chewbacca. Oh. Uh, so get this. somebody has to get to 50%. God. Get this. Okay. So the NRCC, you know, the National Republican uh, Committee, mm-hmm. something, whatever. The ones campaign that, the committee. Campaign committee. Thank you. The ones that are going out trying to make sure everybody gets elected. Yep. Has an R after their name. Um, I saw <laughs> this from, uh, I can't even read who it is. I accidentally marked through it. Um, but uh, let's see. Uh, Tom Emmer. Okay. Was the guy, He did, he's the guy who runs the uh, the the funds, right? Let's throw cash here. Let's put cash here. Anyway, mm-hmm. so he and uh, Mitch McConnell pulled money out of Arizona and New Hampshire. Whoops. To spend it on a loser in Colorado, O'Shea, and millions trying to save Murkowski in Alaska. Why are you spending a cent in Alaska when you know a Republican's going to win? I mean, that's... Because uh, um, he's trying to get Lisa Murkowski elected. And that's pathetic. Uh, outrageous. It's outrageous. She sucks. Yeah. I mean... She has been a thorn in the side of Republicans for 18 to 20 years, whatever it is. I think it's 18 years. She's won three terms. And it's time for her to stay home in Alaska now. Yeah. 
Let somebody else have a chance at it. And there's no reason for Alaska to have to put up with Lisa Murkowski, who's barely Republican. You know what she's like is Liz Cheney. And Liz Cheney has shown her true colors uh, since she left Congress. Uh, She has raved about the great job and how wonderful Nancy Pelosi is. I mean, Liz Cheney was never a Republican, and really, neither is Lisa Murkowski. Time to get rid of all the rhinos. We don't need them, and especially in states that are deep red. Alex Brusewitz reporting that, by the way. Um, yeah, so is it conceivable that we find out Georgia, because based on that CNBC clip, <clears throat> we're going to find out the winner in Georgia before Arizona? Yeah, it's possible. I- yeah, it is. It is possible. And it's pathetic, too. Yep. Yep. Now, the reason people we have hope for Herschel is because he finished in essentially a dead heat with uh, with Warlock. <laughs> and with the with the uh, with the libertarian out of the way in the runoff, that's there's two point. I think it was two point one points that are up for grabs. Right. And I think he'll get the lion's share of that. And hopefully it'll be enough to push him over the top. So Raphael Warnock has 49.4% of the vote. 49.4. Herschel Walker is less than a point away with 48.5. So 0.9 points behind. Okay. The Libertarian, 2.1. And again, like you said... You that would, should Most of that should go to Herschel. Mm-hmm. You would think, right? You would think. And Warlock is one of the worst. One of the worst people in office. He's a radical. I mean, he's supposedly... Uh, a clergyman who is like Mr. Mr. Death Cult himself. Yeah. Uh, he's certainly in the hierarchy of the death cult mm-hmm. because uh, he's fine with abortion, clear up to and including birth. Uh, they almost all are now. So mm-hmm. he absolutely despises white people. And he despises, that clear. he despises our military. Made that clear, too. And he kicks people out of their... Uh, out of their homes. For 28 bucks in back rent. He's essentially a slumlord. And for $28 in back rent, he has booted people out. Well, evicted them. let's correct the record. It's $28.55. I'm sorry. I exaggerated. So, I well, did, I, well right. I set you up improperly yeah. when i said 28 bucks i should but have it was said the 55 cents it's 2855 28. so we kind of undersold it you know at first i thought well that's heartless yeah. but now that i know it's 2855 okay that's a little more understandable right <laughs> right right <laughs> and you're but going still, on you're going on 29 dollars now but still we're not <laughs> rounding up baby yeah. yeah uh but but still we're, we're not we're not <laughs> to the point where we're recommending you vote for Raphael warnock no not quite don't get not us wrong there. Don't get, we're yeah. just saying he's not <laughs> quite as heartless as we tried to illustrate and in georgia if you're concerned about the fact that well i don't i don't know if he really what if herschel really did pay for abortions okay is it worth selling him down the river for warnock who you know is terrible on abortion Let's say everything they've said about Herschel is true. Does that mean Warnock is a better option? Absolutely not. It doesn't. It doesn't. And I know we're all sick of voting for the lesser of two evils, but wow. Please don't send Warnock back because the whole country pays for that in the fact that the Senate will then stay in control of the Democrats. Yeah, there may be people struggling. There might be people thinking, you know what, I'm not voting. and Like, I voted for the Libertarian. Right. Yeah. And I'm not going to show up and vote for this. And um, that's that makes sense. Yeah. 
You well, know, I hope that's not the case. I hope it's not the case. Uh, and by the way, I noticed, um, I don't know if this was a part of that uh, hateful Jim Crow 2.0, but you remember how Andrew Yang tried to say, hey, go to Georgia and, you know, register yeah. to vote for the yes. uh, runoff. Um, I know that for a fact, I was looking up yesterday, that if you weren't registered before Election Day this year, mm-hmm. you're ineligible to vote in the runoff. Oh. So okay, uh, you have to at least have been registered. But... Mm. It's completely understandable if you, A, believe that Herschel Walker had anything to do with those two abortions, and and B, that makes you not want to vote for him. Okay, well, he if he is responsible for those, right? Mm-hmm. That's two abortions? Yeah. How many uh, abortions would Raphael Warnock be responsible for? How many, if you give the power to the Democrat Party in the Senate, yeah, yep. how much is going to be the, funded? The bloodbath continues. Thank you. So, I mean, you got to put some of that aside. I mean, I, I hate that. Yeah, I do. And I wish there was a really excellent alternative, but there's not. So, you got to go with Herschel, I think, uh, in this eventuality. If you want to keep control out of the hands of the Democrats, and if you don't want Supreme Court packing... It will happen if they have control. They're going to go for it. Why wouldn't they? And they've already told us they're going to they're going to go for it. Yeah, and then how many abortions? Right. Oh, man. Uh all right. 888-933-93. Let me tell you about Birch Gold. Last time we went through a recession, there were stocks that went literally to zero. For instance, Washington Mutual, Lehman Brothers, Chrysler for a time. Multiple blue chip stocks went to little or no value almost overnight. And that could happen again. If it did, are your savings protected? Why not own something that's never been valued at zero? And that's gold, historically your best hedge against inflation. Savviest Americans diversify their savings to protect them from downturns in the market, from global instability, from the falling dollar. Do you do that? Birch Gold Group helps you hold gold and silver in a tax-sheltered retirement account. In fact, if you have a 401k or IRA that's underperforming, please just text PAT to 989-898. There's no obligation. Just text it. Get your free info kit. It'll tell you everything you need to know about uh, whether this is right for you or not. Text PAT to 989-898. Birch Gold will send you the free info kit on diversifying into gold. Tax-free. And you can hedge against inflation. Protect your hard-earned money. Again, text PAT to 989-898. So, you know, the conditions aren't quite as dire as maybe we thought yesterday. The picture, the dust is kind of settled, and the picture is pretty clear now. Got to win Nevada, and it looks like we're going to. And have to win Georgia, but that won't be decided until December 6th in the runoff. Uh, But if those two things happen, Republicans regain control of the Senate. 51-49. Pray for it. Literally pray for it. So while it was a, a good day, maybe not worthy of a happy day song. No, but we we did it anyway uh, during during the overtime period yeah. yesterday, just for fun. Show you what it would have been like. Yeah. <laughs> it would have been a more a much more fun day. Um, but if you want to check that out, the happy day song on overtime 
Happens near the end of uh, overtime. And you can go to blazetv.com slash pad. If you're not signed up, please sign up now. And I think there's a big discount, too. Use the promo code PAT. See what that gets you. It, it has been 30 bucks this week. 30 bucks Whoa, off. Which, what? Yeah, it's our, it's our best deal ever. I'm not sure if that still applies, but uh, check it out. Go to blazetv.com slash PAT and get your subscription done. All right? Because, you know, you're going to... You're going to need a place where uh, we're not beholden to sponsors necessarily or or people who are trying to shut us down, who are big corporations that uh, have to kowtow to the left. That's not the situation with the Blaze. That's why Glenn started this place in the first place. And it was pretty, pretty darn prophetic on his part because what he believed was there's going to come a time when free speech is going to be shut down. Huh. I wonder if that time has arrived. Huh. Really has. Um, you know, and and it uh, was really important to him to make sure that there was going to be a place where you could go and we can continue to say what's on our mind and to continue to tell you the truth without hedging our bets all the time and without having to to say okay am i going to be fired over this or am i going to be run out of town on a rail over this that's why the blaze exists so blaze tv.com slash pat i just got a message from uh a pat head uh, heading out now i don't know uh he lives in arizona mm-hmm. katie hobbs was asked to recuse herself and she refused to do so oh for gosh sense. that's according to an arizona oh resident. my gosh oh my gosh well that's a that's a red flag right there, that's isn't a, it? That's a red that's flag. That's everything you could, every descriptor, red flag, alarm bells. Uh-huh. How do you not? Just avoid the appearance of cheating, right? In this environment where everybody's so concerned about it, why would you say, no, I'm not going to do that? You're involved in the election. You can't oversee it. Wow. That's unbelievable. <laughs> it's unbelievable. Uh, she's really a terrible candidate. Really terrible. Yeah, and now I do see a, so- a story that it says that. Yeah, she will responsibly oversee election results, ah, including oh, her oh, own. Of course she will. Of course I she see will. That now. <laughs> <laughs> no, I promise. Okay, Pinky promise. Mm. I'll be totally responsible. <clears throat> oh, okay. Well, we're sold then. God, jeez, is- <laughs> <laughs> that's incredible. All right, uh, House Democrat campaign chief. Uh, lost his re-election. This is the same guy who the other dads the other day said, uh, "Yeah, inflation's high. Eat yeah. Chef Boyardee." He's Chef Boyardee, Congressman, <laughs> and he <laughs> lost. That's so great. Well, he's gonna you know take a hit now. You know, if he's losing his big Congress salary. Oh right. Yeah. So now he might have to get. He's going back to the Chef, Chef Boyardee. Boyardee. Well, he told us about when times are tough when he was a kid, and uh, he's a New York rep and lost. That's amazing. Yeah, this is why AOC is calling for uh, new leadership in the Democrat Party in New York because they lost all kinds of seats that they normally do not lose. This is the first time a uh, House committee chairman or chairperson has lost their seat in Congress since 1993, I think, 1992 or 1993. So this is a wow. historic loss for Sean Patrick Maloney. Uh huh. And I, I don't know if the Chef Boyardee comment had anything to do with it, but 
It, it just makes it feel good. It sure does. Knowing he said that and that he lost. Love it. Uh, so, he's been traveling the country, campaigning and raising cash for other vulnerable colleagues. <laughs> I guess he forgot about his own seat. Oh, no. Oopsie daisies. <laughs> uh, then we turn to Pennsylvania. Oh, gosh. Must we? Uh, man, oh, man. I mean, this is... It's impossible to believe. It's embarrassing. <laughs> it's embarrassing, nation. humiliating, uh, dangerous for our country. And it just it leads you to, to think, what, what, is, what is the matter with you people? Seriously. I know. How did literally millions of people in Pennsylvania say, yep, he's the right guy for this job. <laughs> I mean, even if you hate Republicans, you hate Donald Trump. You're going to send an invalid to the U.S. Senate? And the answer is yes. Yes, they're going to. And they just did. Uh, so, not that that wasn't a home run, you know, to elect John Fetterman. <laughs> I, I don't want to give the wrong idea here. <laughs> but they outdid themselves the same day. <laughs> a Pennsylvania state rep who died last month was reelected <laughs> during the midterm elections. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, Good job, Pennsylvania. You guys are on fire, man. We heard from a whole bunch of Pennsylvanians yesterday who it's not their fault because they tried <laughs> desperately, you know, to do the right thing and vote for Oz, even though they had to kind of hold their nose while they did it. Nobody was excited. I haven't talked to a single person who said, yeah, I couldn't wait to vote for Mehmet Oz because <laughs> uh, what a tremendous candidate mm-hmm. he is. I mean, nobody thinks that. I think he was an okay candidate. He didn't make a lot of really big mistakes, hmm. but he's not super conservative, that's for sure. Well, you know whose fault it is that, that Mehmet Oz was the Republican candidate. It's Melania Trump's. Oh, yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Right, because she encouraged Donald yeah. to support him, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. We didn't hear any of that until yesterday, mm-hmm. <laughs> by the way. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, good stuff. Huh? Trump is furious over the Oz loss and uh, blames Melania. That's... Good. Uh, he reportedly was furious Wednesday morning um, about the loss and was blaming those in his circle, including his wife, Melania, for urging him to support the now failed candidate. <clears throat> yeah, that's good. I always respect a guy who throws his wife under the bus. Don't you? I mean, I, f- I find that I really respect that. Uh, New York Times reporter and author Maggie Haberman tweeted the stunning claim. Okay, so it's yeah, just a claim. Exactly, we don't know this exactly. really happened. Yeah, and the other source on this is Jim Acosta, so we'll see. Oh, okay. Exactly, right. So take, take with this a with a grain, grain of, salt. of salt. Absolutely. But this is what the New York Post is reporting. <clears throat> Worth remembering that Trump is a grown man who endorsed Oz over the objection of some people closest to him and instead went beyond just endorsing and attacked Dave McCormick. Ah, he would have been a good candidate. From the stage at the rally... Uh, Haberman added, Haberman's tweet backed an initial report by CNN host Jim Acosta, (laughs) White House correspondent there, memorably clashed, of course, with Trump all during his presidency. Uh, They said Trump is livid and screaming at everyone after last night's disappointing midterm results for the GOP. Uh, The advisor to Trump went on to say uh, and slammed the former president's handpicked contenders. They were all bad candidates. He said, candidates matter. I don't know if they were all bad candidates. Was J.D. Vance a bad candidate? He won. He won. 
And that was an interesting one, too, because J.D. Vance was at one point very anti-Trump and then somehow wound up being endorsed by Trump. So hmm, I didn't realize that. Yeah. Anyway, take that with a grain of salt, the Melania thing. I, maybe he did. Maybe he didn't. No sense in crying over spilled milk. It's over. And yeah. we have uh, the fabulous John Fetterman That's he- right. headed to the That's U.S. Right. Senate. But, but speaking of Trump and candidates, I mean, yesterday he was on Truth Social tweeting out about these losses. I didn't quite understand this one about Joe O'Day in Colorado. Uh, Joe O'Day lost big. Make America great again. Yeah, I, for some reason, he. I, I don't think Joe O'Day uh, promulgated his theory that the 2020 election was was. Oh, I see. Fraudulent. That's why. Okay. So and, he's pissed about that. And Trump also put this out on Truth Social. Bullduck was a very nice guy, but he lost tonight when he disavowed after see after his big primary win his longstanding stance on election fraud in the 2020 presidential primary. Had he stayed strong and true, he would have won easily. Lessons learned. Now I don't think that's true. I I don't I don't think um, you know <laughs> claiming that the election was a fraud in 2020 was the key to victory. Here was the granddaddy of them all on Truth Social yesterday from former President Donald Trump. Now that the election in Florida is over and everything went quite well, shouldn't it be said that in 2020 I got 1.1 million more votes in Florida than Ron hmm. D got this year? <laughs> oh my gosh, 5.7 million to 4.6 million. Just asking. You're pathetic. That's that's pathetic. That's that's just sad. It, it is. It's sad. And it's also a midterm. And right. if we want to compare percentages, let's right. do that. Yeah, let's 20% do twenty percent to one percent. You want to do that differential? No, I, don't I think can't so. take this, man. He I is know, destroying sucks. the Republican Party. Please before stop before we even get near twenty twenty four. Turn your wrath to the Democrats and leave the Republicans alone, especially Ron DeSantis. More coming up. <laughs> This is Pat Gray Unleashed. Got a few tweets here uh, from Don't Jump. (laughs) I guess that was bound to happen. That Twitter handle. Uh, Hobbs running her own election like an NFL team having their own refs. Mm -hmm. Uh, Caffeinated Texan tweets between Sharpton and Warlock. The Democrat Party loves clergymen who never talk about Jesus and don't seem to agree with his teachings. Hmm. Uh, from Pathead T. Don't forget that Warlock's wife filed assault charges against him. Yeah. Right. Remember she's it's crying true. out in front of their house to the police? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because he ran her over. Oh, that's right. My gosh. Right? Right? My. How does he survive that? What did she say? Great actor, terrible person? What Sounds an endorsement. Familiar. Yeah. Yeah. Duchess of Cancelot. Uh, does anybody else feel like the elections are just the government's way of making us feel like we have a voice yes. when they're going to get up and do whatever they want yes. anyway? Yes, mm-hmm. absolutely. Uh, Adrian tweets, amazing how Georgia voters would be so concerned with one candidate paying for two abortions but don't care about the wife-beating pro, pro-abortion Marxist. It's just a solid point. Hard to believe he's... He's overcome all this, to get to this point, at least. Watch 2,000 Mules. You'll see how he overcame all this. Yeah, well, yeah, there's that, too. Lone Wolf 2965, did Trump throw another cheeseburger against the wall after blaming Oz (laughs) on his wife? He might have. I tell you, we have got to be proactive and get ahead of this Trump v. DeSantis thing now as a 
Uh, yeah, it needs to stop. And I'm not speaking as a Republican, I promise you. I'm speaking as an American who wants this country saved. Mm-hmm. And this is going to th- this is going to destroy it's going to destroy the party. We can't afford the infighting like it's that. It's going to be 1912 all over again mm-hmm. with uh, Taft and and Teddy running as a third party, <laughs> and then you get stuck with Woodrow Wilson. Uh, uh, yeah, there you go. And Joe Biden, he's I think he's going to run again. I think he's emboldened now. Oh yeah, absolutely he is. Yep, he's already making the point that um, I lost. The Democrats lost. Less seats than any Democrat since JFK. JFK, yep. So he's got that. Yeah, and you knew he was going to be agonizing since the Republicans didn't sweep things like we thought they were going to. Oh, and by the way, I just briefly mentioned the Pennsylvania state rep who died last month and got reelected. This kind of stuff has to stop. How can it happen like this? How? Is it that people are just so ignorant of the news that they don't know the guy is dead or do they just vote for him anyway because nah, it's a democrat what do you think honestly what percentage of voters and there's no way to know this but do you think had no idea this guy was dead and just i bet it's voted a for the high democrat? percentage 40 percent, maybe 50 i don't know that's where i'm at probably half, yeah <laughs> so bad man and the statement was uh from from the uh uh, who made this statement? I think it's his campaign or something. Okay. I don't know. While we're incredibly <laughs> saddened by the loss of Representative Tony DeLuca, we're proud to see... You're proud? Really? You're proud that voters voted for a dead man. <laughs> you're proud of that? We're proud to see the voters uh, continue to show their confidence in him. What? <laughs> what? How do you have confidence in a dead person to represent you well? Hold on, let's... That's crazy. Let's noodle this out. What a crazy Shall we? statement. Okay. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> Can't do any harm as a politician if he's dead, right? Yeah. So... Yeah. Okay. There's that. There is that. Angle. <laughs> I don't know, man. This, the electorate. I love this statement, though. While we're incredibly saddened by the loss of Representative Tony DeLuca, we're sure. proud to see the voters... Continue to show their confidence in him and his commitment to democratic values by re-electing him posthumously. Okay, we got it. Shut a up. Special election will follow soon. Oh, so they're gonna have to redo it. Ah, dummies. Good gosh. Unreal. <laughs> Just every time you think, okay, we're at the bottom of where we can, you know, com- roll down this hill. We're at the bottom of the hill now, and then nope. Turns out we're going even lower than that. Electing dead people, <laughs> handicapped people. We thought we were at the bottom of this hill. <laughs> nope. 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 There's still more to roll down. And we just did. It's like a cartoon. <laughs> it's like we get to the bottom, we think, uh-huh. okay, oh, we're here. Okay, now- oh! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's great. Here we are. Here we are. But the good news again is that the GOP's in really good shape in the House. Not the kind of numbers we hoped for or thought would happen, but the majority is what's important. Was and two twenty-two is that where that landed? Uh, it's not there for sure yet. Okay. All the House seats are up for grabs, with both parties vying to seize control. Of course, as of uh, Tuesday, at least two hundred twelve seats 
lean toward Republicans. As of Tuesday. Yeah. 188 lean toward Democrats. And 35 are toss-ups. Real Clear Politics House Map currently has 228 Republican, 174 Democrats, and 33 toss-ups. So according to Real Clear Politics, we're already there in the House because it's 218 to control it. And we're at 228. So even if, and this isn't going to happen, but even if the Democrats won all 33 of the remaining, they still would be in the minority. So that's pretty good news. Okay? I mean, that's solid. At least we can stop all the stupid legislation, which just means he's going to make, you know, he'll do executive orders and just keep going on his merry path. But they'll be able to stop some of it, even if we don't get to set it back. Well, I mean, this is all assuming that they learn how to count in Arizona. Yeah. You got to work that out. (laughs) Got to work that out. I mean, wouldn't you, I don't know, have a few extra volunteers if it's really this hard? Um, Should we? Do you have one person counting the vote? If they're honestly doing this, let me think this through. Mm -hmm. If they're honestly doing this through Christmas, Mm -hmm. I don't know. I feel like if we have some vacation time, maybe we should just all... Go to Arizona. Go to Phoenix. Help them count. I mean, if nothing else, just... I I don't know, man. I know it's easier said than done, and we're all trying to work for a living and pay taxes and have a lot of commitments in our lives. But it almost sounds like we should all collectively just go stand in front of the Secretary of State's office there in in Phoenix. Yeah, it does. As as a collective, because, I mean, it sounds like they're going to hold... I mean, they're going to hold the... Maybe we go to Atlanta. Where do you want to go? Where where should we go? Because uh-huh. the the fate of the Senate is in their hands. I'm pretty confident that uh, Nevada is going to elect Laxalt, so that that's covered. Mm. Arizona is just at this point, it's whether or not Carrie Lake gets in. That's not as critical as the Senate. So if we're going to concentrate yeah. our yeah. efforts, you go to Georgia. That's why I kind of stopped myself there. Yeah, yeah. I don't know that. Yeah, go to yeah. Georgia. <laughs> uh, the other thing that kind of happened this time around was, you know, the Democrats harped so much on abortion. They had a bunch of abortion bills that passed. And it's so bad with this death cult that Montana had uh, a bill, LR-131, and it was a born alive bill, meaning if a baby is born alive, whether it's during the abortion process or not, that baby must be provided medical care to save the baby's life. Seems like common sense. Yeah. It's basic humanity. Yeah. Uh, it looks like it's going to fail. It's uh, Secretary of State's office reported 52% of voters opposed it. 48% voted in favor, with ballot counts still trickling in. But it's a 19,000... This is big in Montana because it's a small state population-wise. Uh, the 19,461 vote margin against the referendum with just under 70% of precincts reporting results has not merited a decisive call yet from the AP or other national outlets. So they haven't called it, but it looks really bad for this bill to pass. It, which is, I, I can't get my head around this. What is your deal with trying to kill children, babies, the most vulnerable among us and that's who the democrats say they're for (laughs) what a lie that is voters approved another ballot question c48 agreeing to amend the state constitution to explicitly include electronic data and communications 
in the provision protecting residents from unreasonable search and seizure. Oh, well, that's okay. That's good. That measure passed overwhelmingly with 82% saying yes, 18% no. Yeah, that LR, uh, that 131 you talked about there, Born Alive. Yep. Yeah, uh, 52.6 to 47.4 as it stands right now. Yeah, uh, against really bad. With uh, 89% precinct. Oh, it's now 89. Reporting. Yeah. It's going to lose. It's going to be defeated. Montana is, okay, it's so beautiful. Uh-huh. Again, we agree on that? Absolutely. Uh, the most beautiful state, period. Yep. Okay. Uh, but it's got it's got a streak of crazy in it. It does. And I don't understand yeah, it that. It's considered a really red state. Right. But it's not. Right. It's really not. It there I can't figure I, I can't come up with a word to describe the politics. Because it's not consistent. Sometimes they'll say, Yeah, we really want this conservative. Other times, hey, you know what? That Democrat's pretty good. Let's make him governor. What's the deal? I mean, that's I don't your know. home state. I know. I, I so, don't know. So speak for all Montanans and tell us what the hell is wrong with that state. <laughs> it's like a beautiful woman that's just yeah, crazy. Yeah, can't and and, and you just never know when it's going to just reveal itself. It's a good analogy. It's exactly <laughs> what it's like in Montana. <laughs> I don't know. And I was doing a little research about the vote yesterday because I thought, where are these? Uh, is it coming from the population centers, which are not that big a deal in Montana because the biggest right. population metropolitan area is yeah 14 14 14. latest census you know billings has 184,000. okay helena in the helena proper is just 33 or something oh wow yeah 33 bigger than that when you're there well because the surrounding area the metropolitan area is about 82,000. okay um so i was doing a little research about okay is it because the state government is located in helena and they just vote democrat there because they're big government people no, Helena was fifty-two forty-seven Republican. I was really surprised. So I don't know. Maybe it's coming from Missoula, which is a college town. Bozeman's a college town. Told you to watch out for Bozeman. Yeah, <laughs> and it might be there. I don't know. Golly, crazy! I, I, I'm telling you, you just can't count on anything definitively. No, anymore. these California residents. Yeah, they're fleeing. You know, to places and then making and ruining the place them. they fled to. <laughs> Just like the place they fled from. Because it feels like, and this is all completely anecdotal, okay? Mm-hmm. The people that I know that have gone from New York went to Florida to get away from the crazy blue, okay? And I mm-hmm. think, honestly, I do honestly believe, I said it, and it, I don't know if you, you and Jeffy believed me Wednesday morning, I think that's why Zeldin lost, because of oh. the population fleeing, fleeing. Yeah. and then going to Florida yeah. and helping DeSantis, well, that was what three hundred thousand people, or right? More? So in so, California, that could the, make a the, difference, and that was just New York City. Yeah, yeah, that wasn't even the statewide that 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 left the state or left the area. Anyway, uh, California, I think they're leaving with their companies that mm-hmm. are relocating and taking their mm-hmm. stupid voting record with them. Yep, they are. Ugh. I don't and understand it, but they are. And at Roanoke, Texas, which is where the drag show was. Yeah. Put these together. Charles Schwab moves the headquarters from San Francisco to Roanoke. Mm -hmm. The only Walmart that I go to in the area, and boy, do I get to see them all. And Roanoke is where they're all wearing masks. And you're like, what in the world? And this place used Mm -hmm. to be a cow pasture 10 years ago when we moved here. Yeah. And now you've got people wearing masks at this Walmart two years removed 
from COVID, and you're like, oh crap, it was a, it was a Charles Schwab thing. And they've got the drag show there, and all this stuff. Mm -hmm. The politics are changing in these areas, not necessarily for the better. Like in a place like Florida, it's because these companies are bringing these people with them, and they don't care. Mm -hmm. don't and like yeah, it. we want those jobs to come to the area. But we don't want your liberal politics. You're living dangerously uh, with people like Beto. There's going to be another Beto in four years running. And it's going to be closer and closer and closer. you got to yep. get common sense drilled into your yep. neighbor's heads. <laughs> Introduce sure. yourself. You have to be the face of Texas when your neighbors move in. Hey, where'd you head? Where'd you move from? Oh, my company transferred me from Los Angeles. Tell you what. Uh, you need to start listening to Pat Gray Unleashed. <laughs> I mean, let me... <laughs> and we can talk about the show afterward. Okay, <laughs> compare notes. And you know, with the abortion thing that we were just talking about mm -hmm. in Montana, it shows you how important the work of Preborn is. Uh, Preborn has partnered with us at Blaze Media to rescue fifty thousand babies this year from abortion. Uh, please help us do this. The way they change expecting mothers' minds on this is by showing them the ultrasound. They do that for free. Because uh, they're certainly not going to get one. They're not planning to keep the baby. Once they see the ultrasound, 80% of the time they choose life. Then Preborn provides maternity and baby clothes to make things easier. Diapers, car seats, counseling if needed, and all kinds of things free of charge, which is why they need your help. You know, a lot of these a lot of these places, the, uh, the prenatal places that are helping you you know, make the right decisions about your baby and keep, when you keep your baby, they're under attack by the left and these extremist lunatics. So if you can, please dial pound 250, say the keyword baby. That's pound 250, keyword baby. Or go to preborn.com slash pad. This is Pat Gray Unleashed. Okay, so when you find that California neighbor that just moved in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> make sure to tell them to go to blazetv.com, use the promo code MIDTERMS, oh. all one word, and get $30 off their subscription. You okay. can do that. Your, your California neighbor can do that. Mm -hmm. And we'll all learn together. Again, blazetv.com. And the promo code is midterm, mm. midterms, yeah, and you'll get thirty percent off. I'm not sure how long that's going to last, so you better get on it. Get on it right now. Mm -hmm. All right, okay. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Also, uh, Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Also, yesterday, Joe Biden spoke about the midterms. <laughs> now, Joe Biden can even take advantage of this deal. He can go to blazetv.com. And write the promo code midterms. Get an education, bro. And he'll save 30 bucks. You need to pay attention. Will he remember anything he learns, though? <laughs> no. I keep no, forgetting I'm president. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So anyway, when we come back from the break, we got some uh, Biden fun for you. He was bragging about losing less seats again. Uh, I think we mentioned this, but there's more. Uh, it's. I think it's a fact he's going to run in 2024. And now he's been more emboldened than ever thinking oh it's because i'm so great that we avoided that red tidal wave <laughs> people love me so much right yeah yeah i just have to get out and talk to them more that's all 
Oh, they just have to hear the message. That's all. All right, so we'll get into that. Coming up, Pat Gray Unleashed. Pat Gray Unleashed. Yeah. All right. We got tweets. We got phone calls. We're going to get to all of it in just one minute. First, let me tell you about this really fun way. If you've ever thought, hey, you know what? I'd like to have... I'd like to have one of those British titles of royalty. Oh, definitely. Like a lord or a lady. Uh-huh. Yes, my lord. Hello. Of sorts. Yes, my lady. <laughs> uh, now, established titles. Really fun and novel way to preserve the natural woodlands of Scotland and support global reforestation efforts. They plant trees all over the world when uh, you sign up to be a lord or a lady. Plus, it's it's just really cool yeah. and fun. You can tell all your... Yeah, I've got... I'm. I'm my actual title uh, that I, I I must insist you refer to me as is is Lord. Show me some respect, uh, Pat you Gray. know. So yeah, yeah. Otherwise, I'll have you put in the dungeon. Oh, <laughs> right. Okay? And there you will stay. Uh, so this is a great project based on historic Scottish customs, where landowners are referred to as lairds or lords and ladies in English. So uh, this is really fun. The first 200 people purchasing a title pack using my link will effectively be uh, next to my plot within a few minutes of walking distance. Hmm. Depending on how many want to become a lord or a lady, we can build our own little pack gray kingdom. Okay. Be fun. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, like, let's just say me and Jeffy, mm-hmm. we buy our plots near you. Mm-hmm. You can't kick us out of your neighborhood, though. No, I can't. Hmm. No. Not, not when you do it. Not okay. when you buy in. Nice. Call to action. Here it is. This is what you must do. Makes an amazing last-minute gift uh, for Christmas, for a birthday, for an anniversary, or just for you because it's cool. Established Titles is actually running a massive Black Friday sale right now. Uh, plus, if you use the promo code UNLEASHED, you'll get an additional 10% off. Go to EstablishedTitles.com slash UNLEASHED. Get your gifts now and help support the channel. Good. Pat Gray Unleashed. Uh, Joe Biden's rambling and bambling from yesterday coming up here in a few minutes. Got some tweets, though. Unaccounted giblets tweets. Helena may be small, but those streets are mean. Oh, you said them all full there. Oh, no. Uh... <laughs> From Less League 219. Sure. Michigan passed Prop 3, giving abortion rights and even allowing abortion without parental knowledge. We're in an evil culture. Boy. Afraid that's true. From Cassinated Caffeinated Texan. Uh, I'm not sure Keith is right. The Democrats' dead politicians don't do any damage. Look how much damage their dead voters do. Think about it. Fair. I will. I'm going to think about that. Uh, pace shock. Pat, you have no idea how frustrating it is to be conservative in Pennsylvania and have statewide elections dictated by Philadelphia. Mm. I moved out of there in 1978 and I'm still being haunted by those Dems. Yeah. Yeah. And that was the point Steve Dace was making yesterday. It's like, look, you're in these blue states and you're a right thinking American. You got to get out. Yeah. You got, you got to go and buttress places like Florida and make them even more solid red little areas that where freedom is still allowed and then people say well look i'm i'm trying to fight for my state and just make it a better place 
You know, and that's understandable, too. And a lot of times you've got family in the area. You don't want to leave your family. And I don't know. you got to write these places off, though. I mean, yeah. Yeah. And, and and I mean that was a point because uh, I listened to the monologue from Steve Dace yesterday in the aftermath <clears throat> of the election results, mm-hmm. and I mean his point was, you know, it takes forever to try to to, to well, not in the case of Florida, uh, but it, you know it takes so long to try to turn these places around politically, and you've got one life, mm-hmm. go live free somewhere. Easier said than done, I realize it is, but it can be done. Uh, Texas, good option for you, mm-hmm. uh, but you better hurry because we we're help. about to put up a wall well, yeah. so high you can see it from space, and not just on the southern border, but on our, our on our western border as well to keep the Californians out. <laughs> we need reinforcements to to balance out the influx <laughs> from California. <laughs> we so do. you'll get here, uh, Jessica in Arkansas. Hi, you're on the blaze. Well, actually, I'm in Alabama, but that's oh, fine. Okay, and so Alabama's just for our phone chat. screener. Then let me just <laughs> let me just make a quick note <laughs> here. Alabama's Arkansas. abbreviation is not AR. Okay, there's not <laughs> an right. R in Alabama. No. When did they take that out? Uh, about three weeks ago. Oh, so it is fairly. He doesn't have an probably. updated list. Right. All right, go ahead, Jessica. It's fine with me. I'm ex California anyway, so oh. anything. Each of that is good. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I'm cursing as I speak to you, Lord Pat. Um, <laughs> my concern about the um, 24 election is if we do run Trump, they will definitely run Biden. And then he will probably win because people hated or voted with their hate, mm-hmm. not with their brains. Yep. And uh, I don't think uh, Trump has ever said he made a mistake when he put Fauci where he put him no. and now he's saying all these horrible things about like DeSantis and I don't think I could take watching him try to destroy DeSantis. So no, I, as, I've already supported Trump, but I don't think I can right now. Yeah. I hear you. Thanks, Jessica. Appreciate it. Uh, I don't know if we still have this, but uh, there is a clip of uh, Dennis Prager who's in, Amsterdam or someplace? Uh, Norway. Norway, okay. And he's addressing a group of people about Trump. Do we still have that? Because uh, he put the Trump thing so well, and it's exactly how I feel about it. We'll have to check on that. Uh, But maybe we'll play that for you uh, coming up. Meantime, let's go to Nathan in Montana. Hey, Nathan. Hey, um, so I have an answer as to why Montana... I'm I'm in the Bitterroot Valley of Montana. I have an answer as to why uh, that bill didn't pass. Okay. There was a um, the Born Alive bill. There was a massive turnout against it from mm. from you know Satanist texters that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Just a normal, just a normal hateful people. Um, but Montana is not a red state. It is really right. a libertarian state that goes red because there's no good libertarian candidate. Mm. So when you get people that are like, "Hey, we're mm. going to invade. We want to build it." changes one thing or another people just automatically hate it i mean we're the state that brought you people like pat gray when you ask them how you doing so far they're right. like get out of my face <laughs> so that just proves we're a libertarian state yeah uh i that's a good point appreciate it where in nathan uh, nathan where in montana are you in the bitterroot valley he Bitterroot. Said. where's i mean what's the biggest city near there nathan what? missoula missoula yeah Come missoula's on. pretty liberal though right mm-hmm. Or, or are you saying, yeah, because uh, it's a big college town, uh, the University of Montana is there, and uh, and so you, 
you're you're gonna. It's kind of like the Austin of Montana, uh-huh. okay. I would say. So, oh, he's gone. Uh, well, let me ask you this: mm-hmm. uh, In twenty years, where do you see Montana politically? Mm. Well, having not lived there for a really long yeah. time, I don't, I don't know, but it looks like they're headed. I mean, but they've been scattershot like this for a long time. So I don't know. Maybe they stay purplish uh, in twenty years. I, I, it's hard to say. It really is. And you know, there's a a lot of immigrants that are coming here, and it depends on whether or not they believe the indoctrination they're getting from the Democrats, or whether they have a mind of their own and realize that they're far more conservative than the people that are trying to say, "Hey, we're on your side. We love it when you come here." Well, except when you come to like new york you got no business there or martha's vineyard or any of those places but when you stay in texas we love you uh-huh <laughs> i mean <laughs> we'll see uh-huh i don't know it's, it's unpredictable would you have predicted any of what's going on right now 20 years ago for the united states in general i wouldn't have i so. don't know that i i don't know that i thought it was going to be this extreme like i i thought we could still define a man and a woman yeah didn't see that right nobody saw that coming i don't think uh chris in alabama hi you're on the blaze i'm doing all right pat give me just a second i'm at work okay step out so y'all can hear me all right now it says Uh, al on the screen are you in alabama chris or (laughs) arkansas I'm in Alabama. Yeah, okay. I'm all right, good. Alabama. All right. Got it, right. All right. <laughs> uh, I wasn't able to uh, to vote since I was 18 years old. You know, young and dumb. Yeah. Caught a felony charge, and uh, I can't vote, and it really hurts, dude. Like, it's, oh. It hurts quite Yeah, I bet it does. You know, and, and me having no say. And, uh, but I am going through the process. Mm-hmm. Getting my rights back, getting my voting rights back, a couple other rights that they took from me for the felony, like gun rights. Get those back too. Yeah. Yes, sir. Yeah. And uh, I got five youngins, and they're gonna learn just like I did from my daddy and my granddaddy how to safely use a gun, and I don't want to go to prison for that. Yeah, I don't blame you. Uh, <laughs> I don't blame you at all. It's, man, it's all right. heartbreaking, dude. Knowing that yeah. there's there's stuff I can do, but yeah. It was a four-year process. I'm two years through it. I owe four thousand more dollars, and uh, maybe by 2024, I'll put my darn boat in too. Mm. Mm. Well, good luck with that, uh, Chris. Uh, appreciate the call. Thanks a lot. And yeah, it's got to be tough. You know, when you you're reformed, you did right. something when you were 18, and then you pay for it the rest of your life. Mm. And that varies state to state, right? It uh, does. Yeah. So. Yeah, it does. Man, that's because uh, you think hard, you would think that you know once you serve your time, you would just assume okay, you're done. Right. But he said it was a four year process. Yeah. E. And he's lost multiple rights, voting among them, gun ownership, another one that's uh, tough to restore. Mm. Also, yesterday uh, we mentioned that Joe Biden spoke about the midterms. And he bragged about losing less states. Here's here's what he had to say about that. And. Uh, it was a good day, I think, for democracy. Oh. And I think it was a good day for America. There you go. <clears throat> Excuse me, I have a little horse. <laughs> Our democracy <laughs> has been tested in recent years. It's not democracy. Uh, their votes, uh, the American people have spoken and proven once again that democracy is who we are. It's not! We're not 
a democracy. There's no way to prove that we're something we're not. Yeah, we thought you'd like that clip. <laughs> I just in what twenty seconds he said democracy. What five? Oh, five. Uh, to, let's r- roll it one more time. Uh, I don't know if I can get through it. Let's count the democracies here. And, and uh, count the throat. It was a good too. day, I think, for democracy. One. And I think it was a good day for America. <clears throat> Excuse me, I have a little horse. <laughs> Our democracy has been tested in recent years, but uh, with their votes. Uh, the American people have spoken and proven uh-huh. once again uh-huh. that democracy is Three. who we are. <laughs> no. Uh, no, it's no, it's not what that proved. Oh, man, that is difficult to get through. Because he knows what he's doing there. They, they all do. They're fully well, aware of this. Remember that speech he gave a couple of weeks ago where he said the word democracy 33 times, I think, in 20 minutes? It was definitely in the 30s. I know that. Oh, it was just so bad and he would shoehorn that word into places it just did not fit it's he he was also asked about what if anything he would do differently uh in the next two years and uh here's his brilliant response to that well do we have a clip on that do we have it yeah uh, no no, i I know that he said that um he's not going to do anything differently yeah right i think this clip is um if he's oh he's deciding if he's running well, uh, he, he did say yesterday that he and Jill were going to take about a week, you know. Anyway, we're going to know around the beginning of the year the future plans oh, of, I can't of, wait. of this spry lad. <laughs> um, but no, someone I think asked him. So this uh, is where he's talking about Donald Trump and DeSantis. Yeah, w- w- what about uh, Donald Trump if you have a rematch with him? Here's his response. Uh, have to demonstrate that he will not take power uh, um, by, uh, if, we, uh, if he does but run, we... uh, making sure he... Uh, under legitimate efforts of uh, our constitution, does not become the next president again. Yeah. So in other words, Wait, I, I will, what? How I are you doing that? The power of this office to stop a private citizen. That just kind of shows president. you that what he's saying there is, I will do anything it takes yeah. to shut Donald Trump down. Now, if that exact quote, which is getting no play today whatsoever... If that quote is said by Donald Trump... Oh, he's a fascist. Well, he's the president of the United States? Yeah, he's a dictator. Then, oh my gosh, this is a threat to democracy! (laughs) Then, of course, he was asked about uh, public enemy number one, Elon Musk. (laughs) Okay. Mr. President, do you think Elon Musk is a threat to U.S. national security? And Mm. should the U.S. and with the tools you have investigate his joint acquisition of Twitter with foreign governments, which include the Saudis? <laughs> I, don't even, I don't even understand I think that, that question. I think that... Elon Musk's... <gasps> Hello. Cooperation and or... <laughs> yeah? Hello? Technical Good Lord. relationships right. with other countries... Yeah, uh, is worthy of being looked at. Whether or not he is doing anything inappropriate, I'm not suggesting that. I'm suggesting that it's worth, worth being looked at. Uh, and uh, um, and uh, Bro. that's all I'll say. Okay, that's all you'll say, yeah. Because that's all I can say. I, I don't know where I am right now. Am I? Why am I not wearing any pants? <laughs> What's going on? Wait a minute. That's breaking <laughs> news. Kleptocracy. Yeah. Uh-huh. Kleptocracy and klep- the guys who are the kleptocracies. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can't. I just can't take it. <laughs> uh, so this is something much more pleasant. 
Tommy John underwear. Yeah. So good. When you're comfortable, you can get through these things like uh, stupid press conferences from Joe Biden, <laughs> things of that nature. When you're comfortable, everything in your world is just better, and you will be comfortable in Tommy John underwear. Tommy John loungewear. First thing I change into when I get home every day. It is so comfortable, so soft, breathable, fantastic. Uh, with over 18 million pairs sold, people love Tommy John underwear. That's why Tommy John doesn't have a cu- uh, customers. They have fanatics. Uh, I love it. You're going to love it. Keith certainly loves Tommy oh, John underwear. Yeah, I do. Go to TommyJohn.com slash Unleashed right now and get 20% off your first order. 20% off at TommyJohn.com slash Unleashed. Again, TommyJohn.com slash Unleashed. <laughs> This is Pat Gray Unleashed. Shara Starr tweets, Not even a bit shocked that a dead Democrat got elected. Considering all the signatures Dems managed to gather in cemeteries each election, it was inevitable that a corpse throw their dusty old hat into the ring. Uh, All they're doing is pandering to their base. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. That's good. Dead people, see? Good right? point. Yeah, good stuff. <laughs> From Kathy Overmeyer, isn't it ironic they cry for unlawful search and seizure in their homes, but not in their babies' homes? Wow. Oof. Excellent point. Cloudy with a chance of inappropriate showers at Biden's house. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's so twi- good. That's the Twitter handle? Yeah. <laughs> Cloudy with a chance of inappropriate showers at at Biden's house. At sign. Everybody's house. So good. It doesn't even matter what the tweet is. The handle wins. Right. <laughs> Dead Democrat wanted Pennsylvania because uh, no Republican was running. It was Democrat or a Green Party guy. Mm. Stroke, death, dementia. That's no deterrent for Democrats. <laughs> We've certainly seen that. Mm. Wes Usery uh, tweets, was a good day for democracy, bad day for the Republic. Boy. Uh, right. Exactly. Uh, Here's another interesting thing that's getting very little attention. Uh, A former Navy engineer and his wife tried to pass nuclear secrets to Brazil. Have you heard anything about this? Not a peep. So we've got treason going on, and we don't even talk about it. So they wanted to sell nuclear secrets to Brazil. And during their time as spies, they used a peanut butter sandwich as as a dead drop. Uh, and they were just both slapped with lengthy prison sentences. Now, I guess they weren't convicted of treason because the penalty for that should be death. It's the one thing that's specified in the Constitution. If you commit treason, Mm. you're convicted of treason, Mm, sorry, you're going to leave the planet. But in yet another uh, twist in this case, Diana Toby, she's one of the uh, two, she's obviously the wife, 46, she was hit with a stiffer sentence than her husband. The Navy engineer, uh, who's 44, Jonathan Toby, she got 21 years in prison. He only got 19. So Mm. I don't know what the deal was there. But it's interesting because the Tobys of Maryland contacted officials from Brazil with instructions to get in touch for information about America's nuclear submarine program. Wow. Even though Brazil, get this, even though Brazil has been trying to develop its own nuclear submarine program, officials from the country 
alerted American intelligence authorities about the fact that they were being uh, contacted by these two traitors. And so that, that's kind of cool. And that was the current uh, president, right? Not the new regime. Yes. Right. Yes. It actually happened under the conservative what, Bolsonaro. Yeah. <laughs> so the FBI using agents pretending to be officials from Brazil then set up a series of dead drops where the couple turned over confidential information to people they thought were foreign officials, but it was the FBI. Hmm. Uh, in one of those drops, you know, how many times does this happen and we don't get any inkling of it? The, the country doesn't alert us and we just don't find out on our own. That's got to happen all the time. I wonder if the, the new regime that it's reported stole the election, mm-hmm. uh, I wonder if they would have I doubt it. come to us and said, hey, just FYI. I really doubt it. <laughs> Uh, Also, there is a researcher now who believes, she's an archaeologist, she believes she may have found Cleopatra's tomb. You know, did you know that they haven't been able to find this in, what, 2,000 some years? Sounds familiar. And so they they continue to look for this thing because they believe once they find Cleopatra, they're going to have, they're going to find Mark Antony too. They think that they're buried together, obviously, husband and wife. Um. Now, up until this time, the, nobody's been able to even come near where they think the uh, tomb is because Cleopatra wasn't buried in Egypt. A lot of people don't know that. She was buried in Idaho, uh, just outside Pocatello, in a town called Blackfoot. And they didn't think to look there what? until Wait, just recently. Hold on. This is, now, yeah. I'm, now I'm upset. Are you? Because the summer of 2021, uh-huh. I went to Blackfoot, Idaho. And you didn't visit It's home Cleopatra's- of the Idaho Potato Museum. Right. Which, right. I mean, was oversold. I like don't think at out. that point, though, the archaeologist had See, stumbled across it. That's just my luck. Mm-hmm. That's just my luck. Mm-hmm. I could have killed two birds with one stone. Because like I said, that potato museum. I mean, that's interesting, but it's yeah. no Cleopatra's tomb. Right. Am I right? Right. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you, you, go in there for the potato ice cream. They have potato ice cream. Oh, do they? Yeah. Did and you try it? Yeah, yeah. It was fine. I mean, there was nothing. Yeah. It was just a gimmick. Uh-huh. But then they have like this little museum that's probably the size of maybe a couple of these rooms here. Uh-huh. Nothing much to it. Yeah. And they want you to pay like I forget what it was. It was ridiculous. I, I I could just stick my head in there and be like, nah. Think of how popular uh, going to Cleopatra's tomb is going to be. That's going to really change the town. That's going to change Blackfoot, Idaho. I think it will. And the Egyptians were so smart because, you know, they always deal with these tomb raiders, but they said, okay, where can we bury her where she won't be disturbed? Uh Uh-huh. And uh, I think it was the vice pharaoh who said, why don't we go to Idaho? They'll never think we would bury her there. And that's why it took 2,000 years. (laughs) Yes. Right. For someone to stumble so, upon, how did they? Pretty smart. So pretty darn smart. How they, did they? Does it say how they found it, or was it just? Uh... Yeah, the uh, okay. This woman who has been searching for it for like twenty or thirty years, uh, she discovered a rock-cut <laughs> tunnel beneath Egypt's ancient Taposiris Magna Temple. Okay, so she was obsessed. Okay. Yes, uh-huh. and it it might lead. They don't even know. They don't sure even yet. know. It might. This tunnel they think might lead to Cleopatra, because otherwise. Why did you do this? Plus, they found some coins with her face on it, which all by itself is really cool, I think. What can you get in Idaho with the Cleopatra coin? Uh, you could get a Snickers bar <laughs> and a diet soft drink. Wow. Both. 
Yeah. Huh. So pretty valuable. That is cool. Pretty darn valuable. Right. Even with this inflation. <laughs> Pat Gray Unleashed. Welcome. Uh, Something that hasn't gotten much coverage since the election on Tuesday. Uh, Mike Lee, of course, crushed Evan McMuffin. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Evan McMuffin is, I I think his running days may be over now since he just keeps getting his butt kicked. Uh, Doesn't stop Beto. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) Or Stacey Abrams. Oh, yeah. But Mitt Romney, who refused to endorse his fellow Republican senator, mm-hmm. uh, looks pretty bad now. I mean, it shows that Mike Lee didn't need your stupid endorsement. In fact, it might have hurt his chances. Uh, he, of course, is the Mitt Romney is the junior senator from Utah. Only Republican senator who refused Lee an endorsement. That is incredible. Wow. The only one who wouldn't endorse him was the senator from his own state. Does that, am I to believe that 48 senators endorsed him then? Yes. Yes. So like a Susan Collins. Endorsed him. Over. Not a Mitt Romney. Right. They share the same state. Mm -hmm. They share Mm -hmm. the same faith. Yes. Know your place, junior senator. Yes. Oh, my gosh. I can't. And I think that's a good takeaway from this this particular election cycle is know your place, Mitt Romney. Uh, But what he said was, I don't get involved in primaries and I don't endorse. Plus, then he tried to say, well, they're both friends of mine. I, I like Evan McMullen. I like Mike Lee. Uh-huh. I mean, nobody has shown their true political colors in in this election cycle more than Mitt Romney. Mm-hmm. Nobody. Um, McMullen ran, of course, as a self-proclaimed independent, but pulled the, got the endorsement from the Democrat Party in April uh, and solicited donations through Act Blue, <laughs> the radical... <laughs> Uh, the the radical fundraising yeah. site that has I don't know billions of dollars in uh, campaign funds to give to Democrats and they supported McMullen. Uh, it almost became indistinguishable from Democrats in other states, considering his pro-abortion platform and hyperventilating about democracy, supposedly being in danger if Republicans win. That's right. A lot of Democrats warned that if Republicans won, then there was going to be, uh, oh, they were going to kill your children. Yeah. They were actually going to kill your children. Huh. <laughs> That's how ridiculous they've gotten. But uh, a nice little loss, really, for Mitt Romney, which feels pretty good. Even though we don't yet have the majority decided in the Senate, we got that t- we can take away from it. Also, uh, election denier Stacey Abrams vows that she will not stop running. So, thus, she will not stop losing. Wait, I've seen Stacey Abrams. Has, are we sure she started running? Needs <laughs> to work that into What do you mean? Thing. What are you saying? Hmm? Huh? I'm not sure I What's understand you. Ah, you're going in a tunnel. Okay. Oh, darn really? The, darn the luck. Are, are we... All of a sudden, do we switch to an AM broadcast? Yeah, yeah, oh. I can't, I can't okay. hear you anymore. Sorry. Yeah, well, there's nothing I can do about that. 
So she's going to keep running for something yep. until it sticks. Yep. Like Beto. What do you want to bet Beto does too? Man. They both will. Seriously. He has lost. He's 0 for 3. Mm-hmm. He wanted to In be senator. Big elections. He wanted to be president. Right. He wanted to be governor. What's, yep. what, what do you think What's he's next? Do that? What do you think? What's next? Is he going to go after Cornyn next, whenever that cycle is? Oh, that could happen. That's 2024, I believe. So maybe he does. Maybe he does take on Cornyn. That'd be interesting. Is there a number people can call and yeah, uh, and support Beto if they want to? It's 911. I have an emergency. <laughs> and uh, Beto's overstepping his... I don't yeah. know. He might beat Cornyn because there's no passion for Cornyn. You know what I want Beto to try before he gets back into politics? I want him to try to just get a job. Just like get a real job. Go out there yeah. and mm-hmm. just... Anything. Have have some have your father in law invent a role for you. He's wealthy enough to hire you. Right. And then you could come back in four or six years and be like, Yeah, I've been successful in the whatever. And you could totally be lying. Mm. But at least you could say, I've been in the private sector. I've seen how I've, you know, blah, blah, blah. Dude, just work. Get a job. I'm so tired of this cat. I want him gone. <laughs> Ugh. Go away. Uh, we could have said the same thing about John Fetterman. Get a job for the first time in your life, except for now he has one in the U.S. Senate. So <laughs> there's that. I have more faith in the Texas voter for now mm-hmm. than I do in the Pennsylvania voter. For now. For now. Let me tell you about keeps. Um, guys, if you're insecure about the way your hair looks or your your lack of hair looks, whatever the case may be, you've got a receding hairline or bald spots that are developing, they only grow bigger until you go to keeps. Go to keeps.com slash pat. You'll get 50% off your first order. And they're going to treat you really well. They'll customize the treatment plan for you. Uh, mm-hmm. They are really great to work with. Uh, Keith knows this from firsthand experience. Yeah. Didn't want some of the products. And they and they actually worked with you on what you did want. Easiest right? company to work with. Always available. And customer service is so important to me uh as a mm-hmm. consumer and they are great from from the doctor you interact with to the customer service representative making sure you get the products you want so whether you're looking to prevent hair loss stimulate hair growth which did happen also in keith's case mm-hmm. or just take care of the hair you have your keeps physician will help you select the right products and then if you have any questions once you get them you can you can message your keeps physician 24 7 so easy you don't have to go sit in doctor's office waiting rooms or go to the pharmacy and pay outrageous prices for their medication. Keeps is delivered straight to your door at about half the cost. So go to keeps.com slash pad. Again, for 50% off your first order. That's K-E-E-P-S, keeps.com slash pad. Pat. We touched on this just briefly yesterday before we ran out of time. It's a former CIA intelligence officer that uh, suggests using counterterrorism strategies against right-wing Americans. And you know they're going to say yes to this, (laughs) would be my guess. By the way, the CIA is not supposed to be spying on American citizens. The CIA was put, was organized to be a foreign intelligence agency. They go collect agents uh, or intelligence from other places. They don't spy on American citizens. Although that's what this guy is claiming. He says, uh, uh, this former expert in counterterrorism condemned American conservatives 
as the new source of terrorism <laughs> while claiming that the left has nothing equivalent. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> this is, uh, I mean, this, this honestly, this article and this guy, uh, not speaking officially for the CIA. Fortunately, but it, you know this is what's going Absolutely on. Absolutely, you know it. But I mean, it's one piece of comedy gold after another in this thing. Uh, his piece for NBC News Think warned that propagandists, whether Islamic terrorists or Republicans, <laughs> should be subject to counterterrorism and uh, counter radicalization techniques. Okay. He says, I worked in counterterrorism operations for nearly my entire career at the CIA. Before retiring in 2019, the battle we engaged in with international terrorist groups like Al-Qaeda wasn't just with their legions of foot soldiers, but with highly effective propaganda arms as well. The U.S. and our allies considered those propagandists fundamental cogs in a terror group's machinery and just as capable as any other terrorist. So we held them accountable when innocent civilians were killed. And that's what he's suggesting should be the case with American conservatives. He suggested that the attack on Paul Pelosi was evidence that the American government needs to take a firmer approach to its own citizens. Oh, man. (laughs) This is such dangerous Mm -hmm. garbage. Yep, that's the word. Lone wolves are a thorn for domestic U.S. law enforcement as well, he said. As we saw last week, when a man not affiliated with any known group but immersed in right-wing propaganda, they never talk about the fact that this guy, up until about three weeks ago, apparently, was a left-wing douchebag. A radical, left-wing, homeless guy. But, of course, that doesn't fit the agenda, so they never mention it. He said, while the authorities have taken appropriate action against him, there are a few signs that the government is taking the big-picture approach needed to... Uh, to combat the violence in the violence inducing propaganda behind his crime. So he's he's blaming like us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. That's that's the implication here. He appeared to lament that the US Constitution gives American citizens more rights than foreign enemies. <laughs> what? Wow. Wow, how'd you get to that conclusion? <laughs> wow. He so he's upset <laughs> that the Constitution affords us rights that foreign enemies don't get. <laughs> a CIA guy yeah. up until two years ago. Yep. <laughs> oh. Well, three, but the Constitution confers certain free speech protections for extremist propaganda in the U.S. that prevent authorities from exactly replicating our foreign counter counterterrorism strategy here at home. But there are important lessons we can we can and should apply. For one thing, mm-hmm. we can exercise free speech to proclaim that the normalization of violence against politicians is dangerous and unacceptable. Some violent rhetoric might not be illegal, but it is all morally repugnant. He also seemed to equivocate demonizing an opposing politician with calling for violence against them. Jeez. To start with, we need to clarify identity that crosses the line into the realm of dangerous rhetoric. That means calling out those in the right-wing ecosphere who for years have demonized and at times even promoted and encouraged attacks on Pelosi. Whoever did that? I've never seen it. No. What are you talking about? And as soon as we, if we had seen that, we would have been the first to call it out. No question. Stop it. While he mentioned multiple right-wing politicians, he claimed that Democrats and the American left, quote, 
have nothing equivalent being done on the other side of the aisle. Is that a riot or what? Gosh. (laughs) Where have you been? You're a CIA agent? Who... (laughs) I guess you have your head buried in the sand unless it's somebody on the right talking. (sighs) Wow. I mean, Maxine Waters. Mm -hmm. Joe Biden. Mm -hmm. Nancy Pelosi. Mm -hmm. Nancy Pelosi has asked the question publicly. Where are people coming out in the streets and demanding blah, blah, blah? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Chuck Schumer. Chuck uh, Schumer. Warning uh, Mm -hmm. Justice Kavanaugh. And then uh, what happened? Uh, Somebody tried to kill him. Oh, is that right? Or just about did. Yeah, there will be consequences. Jeez. (laughs) Democratic politicians and leaders may not like Trump, but they don't call for violence against him, let alone his execution. (laughs) Kathy Griffin holding the uh, severed head of Donald Trump? <clears throat> right. Art. <laughs> Don't worry about that, though. That was just art, Keith. You had... Uh, that was art. Was it Johnny Depp? <clears throat> Who was it that said, I wish, uh, you know, an actor killed uh, Lincoln? Right. Is it Johnny Depp? Right? <clears throat> it was Johnny Depp. It's just... Eh. Yep. Must we go on and... Uh, oh, mm, but you have nothing on the left doing this to the right. Yeah. Mm. And I mean, in 2017, <clears throat> while he was still a CIA agent, you had the Bernie Sanders campaign volunteer firing on a group of Republican lawmakers as they practiced uh, at the, you know, for a baseball game. Nearly killed a sitting congressman, but yeah. you got nothing on the left. Like, nothing. Uh, Absolutely nothing. Uh, Representative Tom Emmer recalled uh, an event when he hammered liberal hypocrisy around political violence in an episode of Face the Nation when he said, I never saw anyone after Steve Scalise was shot Thank by you. Bernie Sanders supporter mm-hmm. trying to equate Democratic re- rhetoric with those actions. Right. Nobody didn't. We didn't blame Maxine Waters for that shooting. Maybe we should have. Maybe we should have. She said that loud. In 2020, Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer, of course, warned about yep, there you Warren go. Justices Neil Gorsuch and Brett Kavanaugh. Mm-hmm. And, of course, we mentioned what happened after that. But there's nothing on the left that compares <clears throat> to the threats of violence coming from the right. And what's so amazing about this, these examples that we're citing, a lot of these are elected officials doing this. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, Absolutely. And, of course, you know, what was it? I've got the quote here that uh, Maxine Waters said. They're not going to be able to go to re- to a restaurant. They're not going to be able to stop at a gas station. She actually said gasoline Yeah, that, that bugs. You know what? Yeah, the threats aside, right? Because that's, that, that's infuriating. Yeah, nobody calls it gasoline. The fact that she pulled out the word <laughs> gasoline is probably more annoying. <laughs> she should have been clip. impeached for that alone. Okay, good. Um. They're not going to be able to shop at a department store. The people are going to turn on them. They're going to protest. They're going to absolutely harass them. Wow. Okay, there's no there's nobody who is on the left and you know, you keep telling us about these mental illnesses people have and they can be triggered by this stuff. That couldn't have triggered somebody? <laughs> yeah, right, right. Oh my gosh. A quick aside, remember how all those people were upset at that community <laughs> center at Maxine Waters? We had the clip a couple months ago. Oh, yeah. And mm-hmm. they were like, hey, where's my the payment for, was it rent or something? Anyway, uh, I just thought I would just glance here. Uh, what percentage of the vote do you think she went home with uh, on Tuesday? Maxine? Yeah. Oh, I bet it was high in the 70s. 73.9%. We're so mad at you. Oh, my and I'll yell at you more right after I go vote for you again. 
Oh my God! Seventy-three point nine percent Maxine Waters. Well, wins. that's you know that's true of AOC too because mm-hmm. she was yelled at by All right, uh, right by people who didn't want us in the war with Ukraine, Ukraine and Russia. What did she win by? I'll bet her. It was similar to that. Remember? Sixty or seventy percent too. Let's see here. It was seventy point six percent. Incredible. And, yeah, and she had uh, it's incredible. She had a good opponent running against her too. Uh, Tina Forte, who used to make some, I guess she mm. still does, makes those videos online. Mm-hmm. <sighs> I don't know, man. I, I don't either. It's time to. It's People time to. Are crazy. They're just freaking crazy. Give New York, Pennsylvania, California, just go, be gone, kick them out of the union. Yeah, yeah. Or like the caller suggested yesterday, give Philadelphia to New Jersey. <laughs> right. That's a start. Yeah. Yep. Let's go to Steve in New Jersey. Hey, Steve, you're on the blaze. Hey, Pat, morning. Morning. Uh, I, I was listening to you guys earlier describing how the voting works in Texas. And yeah. in, here in Jersey, we just have an electronic machine, like a, like a button with just a paper overlay with mm-hmm. LEDs to show through. And, it, like, I mean, that seems to work for us. We, we got really close last year. Uh getting Chitterelli in, which I begrudgingly voted for him, but I voted for him. Yeah. And, like, I I don't see a lot of foul play in Jersey, at least none that I'm suspicious of. Yeah. I, I don't know. Like, it's just kind of funny how we have, so like, such a variety of voting machines. It is. I wish it could be. I don't want it mandated by the feds, but I wish we did have a consistent process. And then, you know, right. everybody everybody's doing the same thing. Exactly. Appreciate it. Thanks, Steve. I mean, we should find something that everybody is comfortable with, that can't be tampered with, and just go with it. But let the states decide that for themselves. But that's why we have so many variations of uh, how you vote, because we've never gotten together on it. I mean, in the case of Arizona, we could just start at square one and just make sure that they know how to count. Uh, for that's starters, a good, that'd be helpful. a good start. Yeah. yeah, maybe we need to send some mathematicians <laughs> to uh, Arizona. I don't know. Yeah, so we started the show, and where was it? At uh, was it seventy percent of the vote was y- in? Yes. For that, let's just see where we stand right now. Um, currently, we stand at seventy percent of the votes uh, counted in Arizona. So they're obviously so they're wow making they're... lots of progress there. <laughs> what is the deal? I don't know. I don't know. How does it stick at 70% day after day after day? That's unbelievable. And ludicrous in this day. We've got such technology right now. We can't work this out? Really? Katie <sighs> Hobbs. Katie Hobbs, in case you're just waking up, uh, leads the way with uh, 50.34% of the vote to 49.66. 70% of the votes counted. So, that I mean, that gap is tiny. Yeah. Yeah, fifty thousand votes. Carrie Lake could still win this. Or, I just thought Carrie Lake was going to run away with it. Sorry, I really did. Thirteen thousand votes, Keith. Come on, thirteen thousand. Right, nine fifty-three thousand. Okay. Yes, thirteen thousand votes separate them. I hate math. Jeez. See, I got to learn to count too. Uh huh. That'd be nice. At some point. <laughs> Katie Tour at uh, you know an NBC News correspondent uh, who anchors a program on MSNBC. Uh, said that, hey, you know what? Maybe it's time to consider John Fetterman for a presidential run. This is <laughs> That's uh, unreal! Was yesterday April 1st when she said this? <laughs> no! What in the... No, it was not. I mean, 
how crazy do you have to be to believe, first of all, what has Fetterman been? He was the mayor of Braddock, Pennsylvania. <laughs> then he's the state's lieutenant governor. Mm-hmm. Now he goes for president of the United <laughs> States. Well, no, no, no. He's got to be senator. Oh, senator. Senator. Yes. And, and then now. I think his first speech should be, uh, I'll see mm-hmm. you in 2024, Joe. That would be nice. <laughs> that would be nice. <laughs> But here's what uh, Katie Tour had to say. I also think he ran everywhere in the state, uh, which is a lesson for Democrats. He left no stone unturned, and he ran as exactly who he is. I mean, I have no doubt that if John Fetterman were sitting here, if he were in a bar, if he were with his family in a restaurant, Uh, he'd be exactly the same person. And voters completely see through that. So that is also a lesson uh, for Democrats, too. This is a a guy. You know who he is. You know Uh, what you're getting. And that ultimately matters in politics. Fetterman as a nominee at some point point for president oh um, my God. i know there's some variables obviously <laughs> but yeah. just a few but i just you know it, it, that is just so but stupid it's hard to believe anybody even a democrat you know hack could uh actually vo- vo- vocalize uh that sentiment how do Okay, okay, let's just What qualifies him for president? Pretend you're on the set and you're a Democrat. Uh Uh-huh. Okay? Uh Uh-huh. And you have to respond to that. Yeah. (laughs) Like, I don't know if I'd be able to because I couldn't... It's so incomprehensible that you don't even... What do you even say to that? Okay, so then the counter to that would be, what do you mean he shouldn't uh, be a president? He's qualified to be a senator. Like, this is if you're a Democrat and you're having Mm -hmm. to... If you're having... Mm -hmm. If you're a Democrat and you're fine with him being a senator, you have to be fine with him being president, right? Because you're saying that, oh, he's totally fit for office. He could totally go to D.C. and represent the people. Yes. I mean, these people have they constantly on issue after issue after issue back themselves into a corner, but it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Nothing changes. And to the point it is so absurd that we have a literal vegetable <clears throat> going to the U.S. Senate. <laughs> Mad- madness. Yep. So if, if you're on yep. the left... And you disagree with what Katie Tour just suggested about him being a presidential candidate, then you're a hateful uh, hate monger of hate. Mm-hmm. And you shouldn't have voted for him for, for the Senate. <laughs> Golly. It's insane. This world is just irretrievable. By the way, I this is the first I've seen of the statement from Dr. Oz. I mean, how embarrassing is it for him to have lost to this guy? He said, this morning I called John Fetterman and congratulated him. I wish him and his family all the best, both personally and as our next United States senator. I don't know if I could write these words (laughs) if it was me losing to this guy. Campaigning throughout our great commonwealth was the honor of a lifetime, and I will cherish the memories and the people I met. Pennsylvanians showed up with passion, did they? (laughs) (laughs) Not for you, my friend. And a vision for a bright future that I found inspiring every day. I want to thank my supporters, so many of whom work tirelessly to spread our message and support me with my and my family. We're facing big problems as a country, and we need everyone to put down their partisan swords and focus on getting the job done. With bold leadership that brings people together, we can create real change. Wow, that's beautiful. And now can I go back to my home in New Jersey? <laughs> yeah. Well, one of my ten. Yeah, which you know, one of my ten. I've got some options here. Which I think is was part of his problem. For some reason, people held that against him. It's really sad. That's the Marxist mentality that's seeped into our nation. 
See you again tomorrow to finish off the week. Jeffy will be joining us. And we've got overtime coming up. This is Pat Gray Unleashed.